Today, I wanted to answer this question that I received from a mom who recently joined my Facebook community, and it was around finding time for you, finding time for your passions, especially when you don't have you know outside family support nearby. We all know that being a mom in and of itself is a full-time job, but if you have been around here for any period of time, you also know that I firmly believe that we are so much more than just the one title we hold as mom. And that means embracing who we are outside of that title, outside of that identity. We ought to pursue our passions. We ought to pursue what we're interested in and curious about and in our gifts and in our talents into the things that light us up. And so today, I thought I would tackle this question of making space for you and your passions, interests, and calling, even in the busiest of schedules. So before we dive into that topic, I just wanted to put out there that if you are a mom who is having this struggle between you know, meeting the demands of motherhood and maybe even exploring a calling beyond the four walls of your home, if you are feeling that nudge, sometimes the truth is that maybe you just need a support system, um, someone to you know walk beside you that values your individuality and encourages your growth in a way that's rooted in faith and really centered around who God made you to be. And if that is you, I want you to know that you are set apart and chosen by God for a specific and holy calling and stepping into that just might be on the other side of your yes to working together. So let's have a conversation. Book a free call with me. Just go to madetobecoaching.com and we can hop on a call and see if working together would be a right fit. We can start this journey towards authenticity, purpose, and a life that truly reflects who God made you to be. I am so excited to hear from you to work together and to help you get clear on your unique calling beyond motherhood. All right, so this episode is going to be so helpful for you. So just make sure that you have that pen and notepad or even just open that notes app and let's dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, reclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, mama four and certified life coach. And I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents and dreams that he's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. All right, to kick things off, I think that it's really important that we kind of just talk about the challenges that moms face when it comes to having time for themselves, to pursuing their passions and interests. I mean, think about these things that go on in our day-to-day life. You know, if you work out of the home, there's that, or maybe you are a homeschooling mom 
uh, your school and your kids during the day, right? You have these household responsibilities, errands, doctor's appointments, extracurriculars, everything that goes into taking care of your kids, taking care of your family. And you're trying to do all this while trying to find the space to nurture your own dreams. And that can feel overwhelming, right? It can feel so overwhelming. And so first, I just want to let you know that you are not alone in the struggle. It is a very real obstacle that we face as moms when it comes to having the time to take care of our families, but also really lean into the things that light us up, that make us come alive, really light that spark within us, or even just a calling beyond the four walls of our home. Like I said, it, it, it's a very real challenge that we face. And from my own experience as a mom of four kids, nine and under, you know, I homeschool my kids. My oldest is in fourth grade now, and my husband works very long hours. And so it's just a really busy season of life of having a fourth grader, um, a second grader, a preschooler, and also a two-year-old toddler. So just to say that I know, I know what it's like to feel like there's so much on our plate. So how do we really make that time for us, right? And for me, the way that I make time for myself, it really just comes down to a few things. And the main thing is that I'm just very intentional about what I say yes to. And I do have to hold strong boundaries between what I am committing my time to because there is a lot on my plate and there is a lot that matters to me. And so I really do have to make sure that I'm prioritizing my time in such a way that supports my values and how I want to show up in the world and also how I want to show up for my family. And so over time, I have learned what works for me with the demands of my life so that I can have time to spend on what lights me up, working on my business, but also having time that's not business-related and not family-related, time where it's just leisure time. If I just want to open up a book and read, I make sure that I have that time. And for me, in this season of life, that usually happens when my kids are, you know, they haven't woken up in the morning or it's during nap or playtime or I even give them, you know, screen time. It happens in these little pockets of time in my day. It's not a huge chunk of time at once, but I do make sure that, you know, an hour or two in the morning before the kids wake up and I even have that hour or two at nap time to really work on my business. And for other things like my coaching, I make sure to, you know, dedicate a few specific hours each week to coaching hours. And for that portion, I do coordinate that time with my husband to make sure he's home to watch the kids. And while I do have that luxury of having family nearby where I could ask them to, you know, come and you know, watch the kids while I do um, some work on my business or uh, go out and eat with a friend. Every now and then I do ask my, my family for support, but it's pretty far and few in between that I actually do ask for help beyond the help of my spouse. Now that is not to discourage anyone from asking for help with extended family. If, if that support is available to you, definitely, you know, 
look into that for support. But today specifically, we're kind of talking about what happens when you really don't have that outside support. So that's kind of what I want to focus on. And that is what I want to offer a few steps and tips for you to take. I just want to disclaim though that I am by no means a time management expert. I have learned things about it. I have learned how to manage my own time, but it is honestly, it's not something that I'm passionate about. I see time management as basically a means to an end. It's not something that I'm trying to optimize every minute of my day. I'm not trying to, you know, check as many things off the list in my day as I can just for the sake of of being super productive. That's not what I'm about. Um, but I do believe that we do need to steward our time well. And so for me, it's just about making sure that I do it in a way that allows me to create space for what truly matters to me and to my family. So all that to say, I totally understand the challenge of finding time for yourself and what you love, but I just want to encourage you that it's totally worth the effort. And even if all you find is 10 minutes a day, to spend time leaning into something that you truly care about or just exploring what it is that you love, it's just so worth it. So let's give you a few practical, tangible steps that you can take to make some time for yourself, especially if you don't have that outside support. So just make sure if you haven't yet, grab a piece of paper just so you can jot down some notes. So the first thing that you are going to want to do is a time audit. And this is really going to help you see where all of your time is going. I would say to do this over the course of three days or so that you can really begin to see where your time tends to go. And that way you can make adjustments. And I know that this isn't the most fun thing to do, but just know that it's necessary to really you know, get a great understanding of where you're starting so that you can start taking those intentional steps in the right direction of having time for yourself and for things that aren't related to being a mom. So in order to do the time audit, the first thing that you want to do is number one, you're going to identify your time commitments. So from the morning that you wake up to the time that you go to sleep, You're going to be keeping track of your time and you're literally going to be writing down what it is you do in your day to day from the morning where you are getting your kids breakfast ready at 8 a.m. to when you're preparing lunch at 12 to when you're folding laundry at 1.30, like anything and everything, even those little moments where you're scrolling through social media or even if you're watching a TV show, you want to make sure that you write all this stuff down because what you're doing is you're collecting data for how you spend your time and you can really see where it's going. So that is step one to write down how you spend your time. Step two, you are going to categorize and evaluate the activities that you wrote down. So you're going to look at the list that you created over the course of three or more days. And then what you're going to do is you're going to start putting a star next to anything that is essential, anything that requires you to do that you absolutely cannot skip. So things like meal prep, certain household tasks, if you homeschool, schooling your kids, um, if you work out of the home, your job, anything that requires your time and you to do the job. You're going to put a star next to those and those are labeled as essential. And then you're going to look at what's not essential. What is something that you're doing that you spend your time on that you can either let go of or you could delegate. So literally just make a note whether or not say I can let go of this or I can delegate this to someone else. Write that next to those activities. 
And then there are other things like self-care. So your prayer time, um, the time where you're taking care of your body, um, exercising, um, meditation, anything like that that's considered self-care, go ahead and label those as well. And then the last thing would be your time wasters. So where are you spending your time that's really not serving you? And from the beginning, it's, it's going to be scrolling on your phone. It's going to be, you know, watching TV. And I'm not saying to give up these things entirely, but it would be really interesting to for you to see how much time you're spending doing these things. And even there, I can imagine that for most of us, we're probably able to find at least 10 minutes if we just eliminated some of those time-wasting activities. All right, so now we are in this place where you have spent the last three days of your week, right, doing this time audit, and you've put in this work to really understand where your time is going. And now we can move on to the next thing, which is to schedule time for you and for what lights you up, right? This is where we're going to start prioritizing your time into the things that you value and the things that you want to make space for. But before we move on, I know that some of you may have this question on your mind of what if I don't know what my passion is? What if I don't know how I want to spend my me time? Because so often in the in the moments where I have found time for myself, I haven't really had any idea how I wanted to spend it, right? We have all been there. We have free time on our hands. Maybe the husband volunteered to take the kids for a walk just so you could have some time to yourself. And we sit there like, what do I even do with this time? We've been there, right? So if that is you, make sure you go and you listen to episode nine of the podcast. I give you seven really awesome thought-provoking questions for you to dig into so that you can begin to rediscover your passions and that way you aren't lost on how you want to spend your time. So make sure you go back to episode nine. Like I said, it is all about finding what it is you're passionate about. Go listen to that and then you can come back and finish this episode because we're going to now work on scheduling that time into your day. We want to set some clear, non-negotiable me time because you have done this work of finding time for you and now you need to set aside clear, non-negotiable time that's for you to invest in yourself. And I want you to consider that if you work a job, you work out of the home, or even if you have all these other obligations, right? Like doctor's appointment or your children's extracurriculars, you block out that time on your calendar, right? We make time for those things and your passion, your interests, time for you, time for you to pour into, you know, rediscovering who you are outside of motherhood and what you may feel called to beyond that, that deserves the same treatment that priority, right? So just make sure that you're choosing a time slot that works for you when you're at your best. And if it's in the early mornings, that's great. Or you could do it during play or nap time after the kids in bed, just pick a time that works for you in your day. And I want you to label it as me time. Or if you've even found an hour, you know, you found a good hour for yourself, you can call it something like the creativity power hour, right? Like give it a label and treat it with as much importance as you do with any other appointment that you do for your family because you are important. So make sure that you treat this as non-negotiable. 
So now that we've got that mindset piece out of the way, I want you to look at your next week. I want you to lay out your next week. You can use a digital planner, a calendar, a notebook. It doesn't really matter. We're just going to be mapping out your me time. So let's say that you want to spend time diving into writing, right? You love to write. You want to devote 30 minutes a day just to write. So you're going to make a time block for yourself that I'm going to write for 30 minutes. And maybe what you do is you do it just as soon as you put your toddler down for a nap. Let's go ahead and put it right next to something that you do every day so that you can begin to create this new habit of When I lay my toddler down for a nap, that cues you to move into the next thing that you want to do for yourself, which is to to write, to write for 30 minutes. So think about it that way. What can you put your time block for yourself? What can you put it next to in your day with something that you already do every single day without fail? Find out what that could be for you. And that way it just makes it really easy for yourself and you don't even have to think about it. All right, so the last thing that you want to do after you've done your time audit, after you've figured out what you want to spend your time on and when you're going to do it in your day-to-day life, you're going to want to communicate this. You want to let anyone who's going to be affected by this, like your family, your kids, your spouse, whoever, you want to let them know that you have set this time aside for yourself so that you can protect that time and It also lets your family know that you're committed to exploring your interests, you're committed to pouring into yourself, and that you're committed to this process of rediscovering who you are outside of motherhood. So communicating this is going to guard against if someone, you know, is trying to schedule something during your time, you can tell them, you know, hey, we communicated this, this is a prior commitment that I have to myself, And so that time's not going to work. And, you know, maybe we can move it to a time that works better for all of us. Another time during the day, maybe, or even during the week. Just make sure that you're treating the time for you, just like any other important meeting. Communicate that in advance and let them know that you have carved the space out for yourself so that you guys can all get on the same page. And hopefully you can avoid any of those schedule conflicts that might arise And over time, your loved ones are going to grow in understanding and really begin to respect that you are carving out this time for yourself because ultimately it's going to help you pour into them because you're able to pour into yourself also. So that is it, Mama. We have covered a lot today. I really hope that these basic tips that I've offered you are going to help you when it comes to finding time for yourself, especially when you don't have that support of your family. And you really just kind of have to figure out how to make a schedule work when it's just you, your kids, your spouse. So just go through these steps, find that time, schedule it into your day and communicate it to your family and let them know that you are making a commitment to show up for yourself so that you can really begin to feel whole again and like a fully expressed woman, both in and outside of motherhood. I hope and pray that this blessed you and that it was helpful and encouraging and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. 
It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.